2: Well, as promised by State Senator Arthur Orr, the school choice legislation known as the Price Act is on the agenda for Wednesday of this week within the Finance and Taxation Education Committee. A public hearing was already held a few weeks ago in the Senate Education Policy Committee. However, the committee chairman, Donnie Chestine did not hold a vote following that public hearing, but instead moved the bill over to another committee, causing the bill's sponsor to call that move a stalling tactic. The chairman for the Finance and Taxation Education Committee, State Senator Arthur Orr, says the committee will be discussing the legislation. A recent poll commissioned by the Alabama Republican Party shows that the majority of Alabama voters want the school choice bill to pass, which would allow for education savings accounts to be created for each student that wants to participate in the program and would allow for parents to determine where the ESA dollars, 6,900 of them, will be used in funding their child's tuition and education. Governor Ivey signs another piece of legislation into law. HB 210 deals with mandatory liability insurance requirements here in the state for drivers. The bill would allow for military members who are stationed outside of the state of Alabama to use a policy obtained in their area of where they're located that would meet minimum liability standards rather than maintain an Alabama MLI policy here in the state and end up carrying two policies on the same vehicle. The bill was sponsored by State Representative Rhett Marquez, who says that this change will continue to make Alabama the most military-friendly state in the country. A Birmingham surgeon is entering the political fray to run for the Jefferson County Commissioner position. Brian Christine announced his plans to run for the place that's being vacated by Jefferson County Commissioner Steve Ammons. Christine spoke with JT on WERC News about what prompted him to jump into this race?
0: Well, I tell you, JT, uh, I think it's best summed up in just a couple of weeks ago at church. The gospel reading was from the 10th chapter of John, the Good Shepherd discourse, where the Good Shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. And I think the point of that is people have to be involved. People, the average Joe and Jane in our communities who really care about our communities have to give service. And so this is an opportunity for me to step up to give service to Jefferson County and specifically to District Number 5. That's the position I'm running for, and that's Much of the eastern side of Jefferson County includes Mountain Brook and Vestavia, parts of Homewood and Hoover, but service, public service is kind of what this is all about. I'm excited for this opportunity, and I really want to work hard to earn the support and the trust of the citizens of Jefferson County and specific District 5 to represent them uh, really with fiscal responsibility and transparency.
2: A suspect is in jail after dragging a midfield police officer with a vehicle during a traffic stop. The incident happened on Saturday night. The officer was responding to a call about a person being in a vehicle at a traffic light who appeared to be either asleep or intoxicated. The officer approached that driver who then took off while the officer was still holding onto the car. The officer was treated at an emergency room and then released. While the Bud Light controversy is really being felt in South Alabama, the tin top restaurant and oyster bar in Bon Secour has seen an 89% decrease in Bud Light sales ever since transgender YouTube star Dylan Melvaney was announced as a spokesperson for the brand. Restaurant owner Bob Hallmark spoke with 1890 News saying it's not just Bud Light, but Budweiser Company overall that is definitely feeling the displeasure of the beer consumer for their marketing decisions. Hallmark says Miller products are now seeing a higher demand and that Bud Light orders he made before the controversy hit the nation are not likely to sell from his restaurant. Hallmark has opted to use that Bud Light beer for cooking to get some use out of it. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, President Joe Biden signals that he will plan to veto a bill If it makes it out of the U.S. House and to his desk, that deals with the border crisis that's going on. House Republicans wrote up the legislation to restrict the number of asylum seekers allowed into the U.S. to build more border walls and to cut down on a program that allows migrants to stay in the U.S. for two years. The White House issued a statement on the bill saying it does very little to increase border security. The bill is actually called the Border Security Act. It will be voted on in the U.S. House this Thursday. When it comes to the imminent default of the U.S. on its debts, unless the debt ceiling is raised, the Secretary of the U.S. Treasury, Janet Yellen, is not saying whether the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution will play a part. The 14th Amendment addresses public debt, saying that the validity of the U.S. debt authorized by law shall not be questioned. Yellen spoke to ABC News about the possibility of Joe Biden invoking the 14th Amendment to justify raising the debt ceiling. (laughs) What to do if Congress fails to meet its responsibility? There are simply no good options. And the ones that you've listed are among the not good options. A former Marine has lawyered up with very vocal attorneys when it comes to actions that were taken on a New York City subway with a mentally ill homeless man. 24-year-old Daniel Penny was caught on video putting Jordan Neely into a chokehold to subdue Neely when he was acting erratically on the subway and was threatening other travelers. Neely later died from that encounter. Penny's attorneys released a statement saying that Neely had a documented history of violent and erratic behavior, along with arrests by New York City police. They say their client acted to protect himself and others that were with him until help arrived, and that Penny never intended to do longstanding harm to Neely and could not have foreseen his untimely death. The attorneys went on to call for elected officials to address the mental health crisis that is evident on the streets and subways of that city. So far, no charges have actually been issued against Penny. However, protesters took to the subway over the weekend to demand legal action against Penny, going so far as to shut down the movement of subway cars as part of their protest, and noted liberal congresswoman from New York City, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, claimed on social media that Neely was murdered. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is willing to discuss a taboo topic in public. Paxton spoke about it at the Heritage Foundation Leadership Summit.
0: I'm actually going to say these words. You're not really supposed to say them in American politics anymore. Uh, you can get censored. You can be criticized by the media. The, word is, the words are election fraud. And I'm just going to say them out loud because it's happening not just in my state but all over the country. If you do not take care of election integrity, we do not, in our own states, focus on protecting, and this is a strategy that isn't going away for the for the left, they're going to continue to try to steal elections, and I know it's controversial to say it, and somehow they get to cheat, and I, I, I'm telling you, I had 900 cases in Texas, I'm just telling you, there's lots of voter fraud going on, we have proof of it, and don't let people make you feel stupid for bringing up the obvious, which... Why would anybody that cares about fair and free elections in a democracy actually criticize you for wanting to protect your elections?
2: Another person who's stirring up some political dust is the Democratic primary challenger to Joe Biden, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Recently on the All In podcast, RFK Jr. was asked about where he stands decades later on who truly assassinated his uncle, John F. Kennedy.
0: What, what have you come to personally? The CIA, yes, they were definitely involved in the murder and, the you know, and the 60 year cover-up. They're still not releasing the, you know, the papers that legally they have to release. Um, but I don't think there's any doubt if you look at this huge you know mountain monumental mountain of evidence and confessions and you know so many people have confessed to their involvement and for anybody who has doubts about that i would recommend a book by jim douglas called the unspeakable because i think he's done a better job uh than anybody else at kind of assembling and distilling all of the millions and millions of documents that uh have been released over the past 50 years and these things, these revelations are released incrementally, and so nobody really takes notice of them. But when you put them all together, the story is very clear.
2: You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out the 1819 News podcast as host Brian Dawson sits down with Pastor Brian Suave, and they talk about the importance of music, hymns, and worship.
1: The The fundamental issue that we have to recognize is that music encodes – either truth or lies, in a way that increases their potency. So if you take something true, and uh, let's say it's a truth that is sad or dark or angry, and you set it to music in a way that underscores that truth and emotional texture, it's just by the nature of being set to music excellently, it's going to increase the potency of that message in terms of affecting a human being. God made us this way. When we're talking about art and music and film and culture and these things, we're not talking about like secondary effects where you could just sweep away all of the the distraction of aesthetics and music and beauty and just sort of get everything down to the brute logic and a set of propositions that people can assent to or argue with. Uh, Human beings weren't made that way.
2: You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. If you are enjoying the Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of the Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our
1: great state. Alabama. Of Alabama.
0: This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.